Did you know that A1 Steak Sauce once introduced a sauce for chicken? Neither did I. So we'll talk more about that in a second. First of all, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us once again for a solo episode of Microfamous. Now, I just had an amazing conversational episode. If you go over to Microfamous Conversations and you search that in your favorite podcast app, you'll see all of our guest episodes in one place. Uh, I just dropped an amazing episode with Michelle Nicole McNabb, and she helps companies and brands uh, pull more revenue out of live events. So we also have a couple of episodes coming out where we're going to go down the rabbit hole of how to generate leads and sales in this weird temporary, hopefully temporary world of zero live events, right? So I think there's, um, it's throwing off a lot of thought leaders, you know, coaches, consultants, speakers, trainers, motivational people, personal development people, uh, life coaches, like all these folks that are used to generating business and closing clients at events, right? Either by doing the keynote, doing the breakout session, or maybe even in some cases, just manning a booth and kind of being there in the room and getting to talk to people when they're on that high of, um, of being at the event. But mostly we're talking about folks that are used to closing clients after, like at the back of the room after they've spoken. So part of what throws off so many thought leaders is that in a live event, we can fall back on energy and enthusiasm to sell, right? I mean, there's, there's really no shortage of that in the world of thought leaders, right? They, there's great content, great energy, great enthusiasm. Lots and lots of people have that. So if you give them a live audience and a set amount of time, they're going to convert some of those into clients. They're going to do it all day, every day. But when they try to move online, it gets messy. And I, what I have come to believe is that a lot of this kind of stems from the same issue. So I'll give you an example, you know, take a, like a personal development type of speaker who comes out of a specific industry. And let's say she has material that's legitimately life-changing when it gets into the right hands. And many times that type of material, like it could be applied to many different types of people, which then creates a challenge, right? So because she, she has this amazing material, she can see, you know, there's a vision in her head that it can help millions of people, but that what that ends up doing is giving her trouble focusing on one type of person, right? It feels confining and limiting. So what she ends up with is a bunch of different offers for different people at different stages and different levels. And the result in the business is confusion and sluggish growth, right? Uh, for example, people land on her site or they land on her social media profile and they don't understand immediately what she, what she does. And so they bounce. They're not the captive audience that she's used to at live events. So what a lot of folks try to do, and this is the example that I want to give you, is that she tries to push through that that sluggishness, that slow growth by trying to turn to the resources that have carried her up to that point, her energy and her enthusiasm. You know, like I know a lot of people like this. They've broken through all kinds of barriers. You know, anything, anything that says I can't do it is a limiting mindset. It's a limiting belief. I can break through anything. But energy and enthusiasm cannot overcome confusion, especially online. Our audience, the people that we want to serve and impact, they deserve a clear and compelling idea from us. They deserve clarity. They deserve an idea that speaks deeply to them, an idea that is positive and polarizing, an idea that cuts through the noise and demands attention. Without that clear and compelling idea to our content, you know, to the, this like the tip of the spear into the market, we're confusing the audience. We are confusing the people who come across us online. And because we can't see that audience in person, we don't know where we're losing them or why. We only see the effects, which is the sluggishness and the inconsistency in the growth of our business. 
So here, here's my encouragement for today. If you aren't growing as fast as you'd like, and, and maybe you're struggling a little bit with either the transition to online, or you've been online for a long time, but you were still generating a lot of your initial leads and a lot of your coaching clients or consulting clients through live events, and you're finding that transition to 100% online daunting, and it's not, and it's, it's just, it's going sluggishly, and it's not taking off like you would like, I want to encourage you to revisit what is your clear and compelling idea? What is the central core idea at the foundation of your business that makes you unique and different from everyone else? What is the one thing that you say that all of your competitors would disagree with, right? And, and take that clear and compelling idea and sharpen it, refine it, craft it. So this all leads me back to the, uh, the example I started with, which is A1 steak sauce. So in the UK, it's really interesting. It started out in the mid 1800s as a sauce for pretty much anything like different kinds of meat. But here in the States, they were really, really smart. And to break into the market, they marketed A1 as a steak sauce, right? And it took off. Right. So in the minds of us here in the States, A1 is forever linked with steak. Now you might say, okay, well, what happened in the, in the, in the UK where it was marketed, you know, for all different kinds? Well, guess what? It fell out of fashion, right? It's not a thing over there anymore. It's still a thing here, right? It's still something that has an entire section in our grocery shelves, right? But even so, even knowing that, even seeing what happened to A1 in the UK and watching it fall out of fashion, the parent company of, uh, of A1 here in the States decided, you know, we've got a great brand. We can capitalize on this. Let's release a sauce for chicken, right? They had a brand. They had energy. They were enthusiastic. And yet, it completely flopped. It had to be pulled off the market. So, why is this? Well, in my opinion, it's because it's confusing to buyers, right? Because in, in the minds of buyers here in the States, A1 doesn't equal sauce. A1 equals steak, big, big difference, right? Just that concept was enough to throw their entire campaign off and sink it before it even got off the ground, right? Now, they, maybe they could have found this out with, with some focus testing, I don't know. But the bottom line is if, if they really could have gotten in the heads of the people they were trying to sell to, they would have realized that A1 equaled steak, not A1 equals sauce. And we do the same thing every time that we as thought leaders try to be everything to everyone and try to make up for our lack of clarity with energy and enthusiasm and positivity, right? It doesn't work. If we want to build influence online and we want to sign up ideal clients outside of live events, our idea must be razor sharp, clear and compelling to our ideal clients, meaning it has to be able to be instantly understood and get them up off the couch and moving. When our clients or our prospects, the people that we want to serve and impact, when they come across us online, they've got to be able to instantly understand who we are, what we sell and why they should work with us versus anyone else, right? That takes a level of clarity that many, many thought leaders never break into. But to me, that is the key to selling online versus at live events. So now that you heard my rant on A1, I'm hungry. I think I'm going to go get a steak. Uh, make sure to check out the episode. The guest's name is Michelle Nicole McNabb. That's over on the Micro Famous Conversations. That's the podcast feed where all of our guest episodes live. The link is also in the show notes. And I hope you got value out of this. I hope it's inspiring and encouraging because there is a solution to the sluggishness, right? If you get the sense that maybe you are confusing your audience and you're not sure what to do about it, there is something you can do about it. It can be fixed. It is a fixable problem, right? And also beyond that, I hope that every time you walk into the grocery store and you walk past a bottle of A1, you never ever look at that bottle again because it is a perfect example of how to market the right way, dominate a category and stay on top 
for decades. So thanks again for listening. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for sharing and, uh, and reviewing and rating the show on Apple Podcasts and all the fun things that you guys do to support the message and get it into the hands of other emerging thought leaders who can use this type of content. I just want to thank you for your time and attention, and I will see you on the next episode of Microfamous. Thank you.